0: Welcome to the top four podcast this week, which I am declaring as host of the Festivus podcast, even though we're a few weeks early. Um, there will be a bunch of airing of grievances. I've tested each individual is coming up with one or two to talk about um, of about the season, anything related to football world in general. So we'll definitely jump into that for sure. Uh, but before Good we do well. that, how's everyone doing this week? Good. Yeah, Lewis is doing well? Yep. He's completely blocked out the weekend, so we're good there. Tedinho and Garvey, all right? No Both teams have qualified for the knockout stages of the Champions League, so congratulations on that. And avoiding... Uh, and Arsenal are the, the only undefeated English
1: drop, team in all of
0: I'm European sorry. competition. So,
1: you're almost up to our levels. So no, baby, you're, you're that's not you're true.
2: That's not true. City, City haven't lost a game. Ned, no, I didn't have didn't. you all the than Yes, you won all their but games. That's what someone claimed. I don't know.
1: Have you drawn a game?
0: It's okay. Yeah, that's what it is. We're huh? the
1: only team to win them all.
0: That's what it oh, is. Oh, there it is. There you go. Give me, yeah.
3: give me a yeah, you're couple at, tries. you are sixteen get points. There. We're about to be at eighteen. Big facts. <laughs> yeah, Dundalk, they're going down.
0: Dundalk tomorrow, baby. Which I'm actually. Are they? Uh, are they allowing fans into that game? I thought you were going to ask, they really they are they they professionals? And the answer is going to be no. <laughs> <but>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, just, either way, well, I mean, the fans are in the game when they're playing on the field. Like, so it's it's yes. one of those
3: things where you're like, entering the lottery, like, yeah, I'll buy a ticket, you know, row row A, seat one, but left back goes down, opportunity taken. <laughs> yeah, and I think, I think they're, yeah, right? So, I think they're... uh
0: I think they're actually playing in like Dublin's. They, game, they are yeah, which would be yeah. amazing. But oh, perfect. All right, well, we'll get into that. We'll you know we won't talk about that. You guys can tune in tomorrow for that barn burner. But anyway, uh, let's start with Lewis, who has been hard at work on some spreadsheets regarding Ole and Manchester United. Okay, so please, let's,
1: please, let's about your number, number one. one, one is uh, right. United and their this kind of I guess, air of superiority, superiority that their fans seem to think they have over mm-hmm. Arsenal in <clears throat> in recent years. So, getting a little sick of it, so I figured I'd go and look at some numbers. So I said, last seven years, right? Because that's when, last time that they won the league, and when Ferguson left. So from the 13-14 season onward. Um, I said, let me see what the average league position is for Arsenal and them for that period of time. Surprisingly, it's identical, 4.71. So basically between 4th and 5th every single year. So I was like, so all right, so even there. And I was like, okay, so trophies. So United won the FA Cup in 15-16, EFL in 16-17, and the Community Shield in 13. So that's three in total. Arsenal have won eight. Won the FA Cup four times, Community Shield four times. So, league position's about the same. We've won more trophies, so I'm not sure where the feeling that United's been so dominant over us lately has been. And then I thought, you know what? Since they like to spend a lot of money, let me take a look at what they've actually spent. So, 14, 15 through to this last summer, Arsenal have a net spend of 500 million pounds, no, 500 million dollars, which is a lot when you think about it man man or if you don't think about it <laughs> yeah <laughs> half <laughs> half a billion Yeah, <laughs> and man united 832.2 million dollar net spend so they've outspent us by 65 percent and their results are worse so congrats i guess um and for comparison, because you know someone on our podcast uh, has a little bit of a, an edge about City versus United spending, I figured I'd take a look at that as well. Um, in that same time period, City has spent a net spend of $924.6 million, mm. So that's 11% more than Man U. 11%. And look at the results gap, is what I would say. So... Everyone likes to go on about city spending, but really, not to they've mention done it well. United is not.
2: They only talk about you when you're good.
0: Not to mention they, yeah. Don't forget they managed to lose to the, <laughs> the shittiest Arsenal team in fucking history over the last right. twenty years. This year at home, so <laughs> also also a black mark against. But the you team.
2: also look at like their what? swings and misses in the transfer Massive. market and what they paid for people, like. That's that's where they don't get enough hate. It's like
3: I love that. Don't get enough hate. <laughs>
2: I mean, they do for me on a daily <laughs> basis, but they they spend that much to have guys like Alexis Sanchez who they're basically paying to go somewhere else. They have look at the situation with Pogba now. They're going to they have to sell him. There's nothing else they can but they're going to get God, probably oh, one yes. fourth of what they paid for him. And these aren't like their aging superstars that you know you're giving them their last contract. This is younger players and whatever. I just, I don't know. Don't forget the. They, don't forget they had Lukock or they had yep. on the books
0: as a youngster. Yep. Let him go. Sold him. Then bought him back for a world record fee at the time, and now they're going to lose him. So they basically just completely made a massive bungle of that situation. Lukaku's another one who's gone to Inter and is absolutely tearing it up. They're paying his, I think at some point last year, they were paying like Sanchez and Lukaku's salaries both while he's there at inner, which is ridiculous. Um, both of them who went on to play pretty well under new coach. So that's the other thing you've got going on. I mean, you've got Bruno Fernandes, who looks like a great player, but also all he does is score penalties, which is another bullshit thing is, you know, if you want to air a grievance real quick. United and their penalties is insane. I don't
3: know how that, that's the one kept up from the restart. That was the one yesterday. Ridiculous. The, one yesterday. the one yesterday. My God. No. No. Yeah, wasn't a penalty. assaults <laughs> <with> the <laughs> lad outside the box, carries on playing, jumps in front of him, initiates contact with the defender, goes down, so two fouls against United, technically, and they get a penalty.
1: But, so this actually transitions into my next grievance. Yeah. Because, uh, I don't know if you know this, but the defender let Greenwood make contact with him. Therefore, he made contact with Greenwood. Therefore, it's a penalty, is the explanation that I've heard. Not quite in that manner of speaking, but if there's contact, it's a penalty, which drives me up a
3: fucking wall.
2: Like the Ronaldo one yesterday, too.
3: That wasn't good. No. Back to United, though. The penalty decision yesterday. I, I can't <laughs> I can't move past it
0: Mm-mm.
3: because it, it goes back into the massive like the massive macro issue of VAR right, and it happened to us last year when we played playing United away and the foul happens inside their half. Don't give the foul, and it goes on scores a penalty. We we, we need to understand that like if VAR is there to make to only make mistakes uh, remedied when it's in the box we need to scrap it (laughs) because if mistakes happen if the same level of contact happens in middle of the park and it leads to a goal the goal should come back the only times we do this it seems in the current you know um, procedure of var is handball it's the only time that we look at any sort of pre-run up to goals is when there's a handball or if there's an offside yeah also, or, or, so. or, but, or I mean, in outside. terms of like actual yeah, fouls yeah. in in the middle third or right. edge of the attacking yeah. third, we don't we don't look at them again. Nope. And like the one yesterday was cast iron. Like that gets given in the Premier League. That's that, it's a standard. Like you call it a swim move, which Mane, Salah, Vardy, especially Vardy's great at like getting called for that or not from time to time. But he, he loves to get shoulder to shoulder and just flick one arm in front of the other, pull them back and. Honestly, out of 10, they're going to give that foul, Mm -hmm. right? Which is shocking to me in the the Champions League level when it's usually, you know, touch someone, fall over. That wasn't given or even looked at or even remedied in a game that that was them back in the game. They're 3-0 down. Yep, (laughs) Like that changed the game dramatically. We're talking about back in the day, you know, VAR is going to come back to stop the games changing on bad decisions. We have it. And it's still changing games, and I think that's for me is probably the overwhelming grievance of what we have. And then you go back to the same game of VAR: second goal, United score, right? Pogba heads it off of Maguire's hand. Yep. But somehow we yeah, can't get an angle to yeah. see that that's a handball. Yeah. Fast forward twenty-four hours to today, and then uh, we're saying that Minamino's goal to win it for Liverpool, Mane's got a handball in an equally tough angle, and you're like. Hmm. <laughs> it's just. It's it, obviously it's human error involved because they're the ones that are evaluating the VAR. But if we can't do it properly and we can't do it like broadly, don't bother. Just call it yep. a goal and get on because it's killing the spirit of just a goal scored. Fans, you know, the twelve fans in attendance go wild. The, parents, <laughs> the players go wild. But you watch players now, and every single celebration is massively muted, mm-hmm. and it's shit.
0: What um? What would i so I didn't see the actual. I saw the McGuire. I didn't see the actual penalty incident. Would you say it was worse than when Fernandez no. basically almost broke no, the ass it wasn't guy as bad as that. No, I mean the, the one that I agree with is a a standard striker, oh, okay. centre okay.
3: back battle, where the se- centre back probably has position
2: he just and pulls then back.
3: it's a little you know, little swim move on on his shoulder. The, the and it's not as an, a, grieving, a, a grievous one where the centre-back goes to ground, but it's enough where the centre-back loses a step, step and a half of pace, which at that level, it's curtains. Yeah. <laughs> you know, that's, that's all you need is, is a step. You're looking to create a step. Yeah. And I felt like it was just such an obvious miss that even you look at the media, we're talking about whether it's a penalty or not. We're not talking about the fact that it shouldn't even get to that point. Because if he hasn't fouled him, the lad gets the edge of the box, plays it back to Galassi and it's cleared. Yep. That's the issue. And I think that's yep. where I'm struggling yep. the most often with VAR is just a lack of perspective perspective almost with, of, of how certain just consistency. situations lead up to changing yeah. games in the negative for one team
2: or the other. And to be honest with you, at the end of the day, I could we would bitch our faces off and go on Twitter rants and anything about human error from referees. But, like, I could go to sleep at night living with that versus now you have all the tech and everything you need and you're still, like, it's harder to swallow now when these decisions are that bad. And and,
1: yeah. at, and at least the human error side, the, it's made, right? The call is made, it goes through, it happens, it's quick, the game flows. Now it's like yep. we're going to take five minutes to look at this, decide it's a penalty, it's the wrong decision, and then we'll take the penalty, we still fuck up, the game's changed and we've wasted five minutes and
3: killed the complete flow of the game. It's also less less easy to uh, to claim agenda when the decision is made and they've got to stick by it. Mm-hmm. It's yep. when they've got to make a decision, go back, or don't make a decision, listen to two lads who are at you know, a different place off-site watching it on video, slow down <laughs> dramatically, which is a different angle to what the guys see in it, then the guy is going back and seeing, you know, the most minute contact. Which you know, you look at the contact stuff, and that's what that's what drives me insane. After last week, is like we're talking about people diving, and the you hear commentators talk about the margin of contact that is relevant, and say, "Well, that there's contact there." Okay, well there's contact at the halfway line, or like I love Danny Welbeck. The Robertson Danny Welbeck thing was one of the most horrific dives I've ever seen. Because the man, the man takes three steps and falls over. <laughs> like, I mean, on the slightest of contacts, you're looking at that, and it's like the contact can't. The, the threshold is so difficult when you're going to slow things down, when you're going to allow them to watch it from 17 different angles, when you're going to allow three different referees to see it with three different perspectives. I just, the threshold is, I think, is impossible to, to really cross and say, well, that's a foul, that's not. I think it's a a damn near difficult, damn near impossible, you know, threshold of proof that they have to try and come across with.
0: Yeah, I think the uh, the 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 agenda one's a good point when it comes to VAR because so many fans, like you just you just mentioned, two different incidences in two different games that are similar, or if one might even be more egregious than another, and they're they're coming out with wildly, vastly different outcomes. And it's just like from a fan standpoint, you're like, well, why? There's Like from a consistency, like I was mentioning, why does one foul constitute un, in one game constitute a penalty and the other time doesn't even get looked at, right? Like or something like that. So it's just – and I think it always comes back. Like we talk about human error. Like you, you, you can live with human error and like knowing that like Kevin Friend is nobody's friend, right, or whatever it is who's on the field. But like it's hard to live with human error when – the donkeys back in Stokely Park are like making the decisions even worse when it's pretty obvious to people watching at home when they do show it that like this isn't a penalty or it is a penalty. Or like when I'm talking about that Aston Villa one, everyone at home watching the replay is like, oh, that's clearly Fernandez is fouling I think it was Tyrone Minx, stepping on his ankle like that. That could almost be a card or even a red card for Fernandez. But then they say like, Oh no, we're gonna actually call it a penalty and stick with it. So like everyone's like at home sitting there, like, what the what the hell are we doing here? Because again, it's like the blind lead the blind in this regard. So I don't know. I think I think if you wanted to do just stick to offsides. Even that's a mess. But, you know, I like guess the argument always there. I know, but the, I mean at least the argument there is that's a binary decision, it's either off or on. But like some of the bullshit with the handballs or uh, just like contact in the box or diving, like for example, Arsenal. I think a couple of weeks ago, I thought Gabrielle or somebody fouled somebody in the box, and they said they actually gave the player a, a card for diving. And I thought it could have easily been a <laughs> penalty. That was so, that was a that was a dumb against yes. my own team. I'm like, well, I could see. How yeah, it, and it was the
3: exact the exact same contact. I think it was the Wolves game. Yeah, I was incident. Was... You know, because yeah, you know. Yeah, and, and you—they yeah, uh, gave so him a card to for cross and, and, so. and cross with two feet. Like you can kind of straddle it, and I think right now, the the penalty stuff is so referees are straddling a line because everything is is micro analyzed. It's almost like VAI is making a referee's job harder. Yep, not mm-hmm. easier. Or they're, just, or they're just so scared. Well, I think like, the problem is that they're trying to and then wrong, they make they a decision call on VAR and then all of a sudden that, they're cheating. Or they've, got, or they've got an agenda. Whereas in the past, it was like, you know, Mike yeah. Dean was Mike Dean and Mike Dean made a decision. and He stuck by it and he was a bit of a twat about it. But you're like, all right, fair play. He's, he's confident in his decision. Whereas now it's like, well, Mike Dean didn't give that because he hates Arsenal. Well, maybe that's yeah. not true. <laughs> you know, Maybe it's because he's seen this situation happened at, yeah. you know, at Brighton last week and now he's got to give that because the other guy gave this. And it's just, I, I think it's a, it's. I'd never want to be a referee in a yeah. month of Sundays, but it's becoming. I think even less desirable now, rather than more. Yep. Yeah, which, by the way, fuck or me, just Manchester United getting twenty-five penalties, which is it's... ridiculous. But
0: <laughs> yeah, to bring it back to the to those assholes. So, anyway. All right, one grievance down. Slash two. Uh, who wants to I, think, I think I think obviously a Liverpool know, fan everyone's going to say it it the is my grievance, your, but your you yeah.
3: know I think it would it would probably I think fixture congestion <laughs> needs to be discussed even pre-COVID, like it was too much, and obviously now and I said on the beginning of this I think you know getting rid of making the League Cup getting the Premier League teams out of it. You know the FA Cup, I think, was one that is so historical that was never going to get get done. But you look at how we're just jamming these games in, like it's 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 incredible. And I think we look at now we're going to throw in, you know, a a Euros at the end of this one, then a World Cup at the end of next one. You know, even a Nations League. Yeah. I was just I
0: was just thinking when they did the draw for the World Cup, I was like, holy shit! Qualification this summer world cup next summer like these players aren't yeah these players aren't going to get any rest the the year before they want to leave at least i think there was
3: some statistics about like um henderson for example had been going basically since july he had a two-week two-week off period in from the mid-july to start of august and he was straight into preseason, and that was like an 11-month season and that's not. There's obviously a thousand yeah. players doing it, but it was specifically about Jordan Henderson. You're looking at it and you're like, now for next year, yeah, we had a forced break due to the pandemic. They're not usually going to have, but then we, you know, had a, a bridge season that was jam packed full of uh, fixtures. They had, I think, it was about three weeks off. Then they started again. Then you throw in all these the European matches. You throw in the fact that the, those players that will play most games will play more games because the bottom end of the roster or a bottom one third are injured, or a third of the roster injured all the time, therefore they have to play more, then you throw in qualification, you throw in bullshit friendlies before qualification, you throw in if a team's successful to play more games, you throw in the lead-up to a Euros, then you throw, throw in qualification for the World Cup, the lead-up to the World Cup, you're looking at probably 18 to 22 months of continuous football for top-level pros, and I don't like the argument of, well, they're paid a lot of money. Yeah, they are but they still have to run around and, you know, and risk injury and put the bodies... They're not machines. They still have to get the job done. And I think that's, you know, you're getting to the point where a lot of these players, when they complain about being treated as commodities as opposed to people, is uh, becoming probably more to the forefront. Yeah, I saw too
0: that... Like, we're still going through in in the... in the, the American hemisphere with the Gold Cup and Copa America, which,
2: yeah. like, Copa America, like, they just have it whenever
0: they want. And I remember at one point, I mean, at one point, and they just invite whoever the hell they want to, like, so I think guitar is coming in to play both for Copa America and the Gold Cup. But I remember, like, Alexis Sanchez, like, when he played for Arsenal, never had, like, a summer off ever. Like, he was playing in some sort of random ass tournament every summer. And, yeah, so, like, Europe, yep. not only Europe, like all I think Did, didn't they move it though in terms of road, so, well.
2: when it's happening? Yeah, at so least so they do not do it, it like, in the middle of the holiday period, like the what was it, all the African players used to be gone like January through March
0: Yeah, January through like February end of February, yeah, so you'd lose like if you had, America's if you had like three or four It African is the 16th of January through the 7th of February 2021
1: So, so we're going to smack lose. in the middle of the season a fair bit okay, that, so We we lose a lot. Us.
0: Yeah. I mean, yeah, so there you, so you not we're just throwing in more international tournaments on top of international tournaments. We these nations league bullshit we should have been scrapped immediately for these friendlies. So I mean, yeah, and then we decided to roll back three from five subs to three subs, which I think we should have kept cuz now everyone's just getting injured left and right. And Concussion. There should be certain yep. contingencies for certain injuries. Like, if you get a concussion, you should be able to sub a guy off without, like, losing a sub for that situation. Otherwise, you send David Luis back on, and he's running around half drunk anyways, more than he looks usually. So, I mean, it's just – yeah. There's just – player safety definitely should be is going to be a concern moving forward in the next few years, for sure. Well, Zach that Steffen cheap, baby. is definitely going to get burned out, Garbs. I'm sorry. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, baby. So, I'm not sure if I'm right, taking guys, this from anybody with? else. I hope I'm not, but I've I've been in some Twitter beef this week with some. Uh... No way. And in and in in, in in other in other news, waters wet. <laughs> <laughs> no, so but this was a <laughs> watching Spurs fan def Spurs fans defend Harry Kane for oh, yes. his bullshit, and I just. I can't put up with it oh, anymore. I, I don't understand how yeah. you can justify that. Like I understand that's your boy and, and that's your team, but I think any of us are willing to admit when somebody on our, on our club does something that isn't good, we can all kind of see it and, and realize that and they can't. And the bullshit he's doing now, he's going to break somebody's neck. Um, it's got to stop. It's so clear. He literally looks at the guy jump and slides underneath. He's undercutting everybody. He was awarded a penalty for it one time. Um, There's still pictures of him stopped looking at guys when they're, when they're in the air guys, helpless. Once he leaves his feet, can't change, can't change what you're doing once you're in the air. Um, And I just, I can't deal with their fan base justifying it and finding nothing wrong with it. And also going along with that is the way the media and people refuse pundits, commentators. I mean, you listen to the commentating on it and, they find a way to blame the other player. Um, you won't see a bad headline about him, but Raheem Sterling bought a house one time. So, or <laughs> Rashford last week bought a house mm-hmm. and investing his money wisely, and he gets an article about lavishly spending, but we can't even slightly blame Harry Kane for being a dirty twat. That seems fair. I think
0: the fact, too, that there's so so much evidence out there now, like, of him just doing the same thing over and over again, it's, you know, that's what's ridiculous. And it's either going to be a neck or a collarbone or a shoulder dislocated. Because I remember uh, Debushi was in the air one time and somebody pushed him into the advertising hoardings. And, yeah, he dislocated his shoulder while he was in the air. Imagine if that was, like, a Luis
2: Suarez. Somebody's definitely going to get hurt. Like, the outrage Uh, would be absurd. Like, he bit somebody right. a couple times, and the camera was... <laughs> Minor indiscretion. Minor indiscretion. But a couple times. No, I'm, but I'm saying, but like, every time he was on the pitch, there was a camera on him wondering, and everybody talking about, was he going to bite somebody every time something happened? Like, Harry Kane at this point, it's like, oh, another guy trying to injure Harry Kane. Like, that should be a free kick for Spurs. I'm tired of it. Done with it. The, wor- yes. the worst is he goes
0: down when he after he does it too and holds his head like he got hurt and it's like dude you literally initiated the contact and pretty much everywhere like if you're defending like if they're defending like let's say you're def- your defender going up to head a ball away on a corner kick and somebody undercuts you literally almost every time if you do that to a goalkeeper like you know what I mean ball. but yeah. with Kane like it, it yeah oh it's always a foul yeah like all every time but when it comes to him, it's, like, for some reason, never a foul. And he's, like, actively, like you said, looking where they are, backing into them, and then going down acting like he got hurt. And, yeah, I just, as well, I, I said,
2: yeah, I hope I think someone just needs I was going to say, like, that, that, that's the wrong guy to uh, try to pull one off
0: <laughs> on. We just got to get him playing. Who's Pepe on playing for now? Whoever was, it? Is it some bull? But whoever Pepe's playing for, he's, just get in match matchup like, with what, here, Kane.
2: I'm sure he'll swim out this real season? quick. Well, I think people just started noticing this year, so I'm sure it's been going on in the past also. Because that Fernandinho one, those kits, that was from two years ago. That's the, yeah, that was the Llorente Champions League Llorente where you
1: ball? lost on yeah. the Lorente. I mean, it happened this goal. weekend, right? I mean, yeah. it was a ball yeah, up so. in the air on the edge of the air box, and Gabriel comes flying in for it. And just like you say, Kane is looking at him as he jumps and then turns his back and slides underneath him. Gabriel goes flying, lands on, lands on his head, and the ref just looks at it and then t- turns away and lets the play continue. And you're like, what? what didn't you even you give doing? a foul. Didn't even give a foul. Like, how can you look at that and not see someone is clearly trying to injure the other yeah. player? And even if he wasn't, you could call obstruction or dangerous play or, or something, because it's a heck of a lot more Dangerous than someone putting their boot up to someone's chest when they're trying to head head it. Right.
0: Yeah, the high boot so, or whatever. I don't
1: know. Yeah. I, that's a that's a really good For sure. good one because that was on my list too.
2: I figured it would be. That's why I was Ugh. hoping I didn't steal it from you. <laughs>
0: Lewis is like Steve Buscemi uh, and <laughs> and Happy Gilmore, just crossing things off his list as they, as we go through. <laughs> but um, so mine kind of like garbage You kind of segued into a little bit before we we talking about how like uh, with like Sterling or Rashford getting bad media coverage or whatever, just because of I mean reading between the lines there of why it happens, and I mean obviously it's from a few couple specific. Uh, I guess rags, you will, but just especially this week, I was just gonna say like the racism in football is just getting ridiculous, not ridiculous, but the way that some people are being overt about it is is getting to be a little bit too much, and i 'm actually really happy with how this week panned out demba ba, fucking fantastic. Like how he came at that, I couldn't imagine. I couldn't even like. I texted him. I was like, I couldn't even. I didn't. Couldn't even think of a fourth official doing that, which is crazy. I mean, I guess right now there's the the narrative that he was just pointing him out as being the black one, but still, you can't say that shit. Like you can't. You can't do that as being a as being a referee in 2020 in a situation where you know players are kneeling because of the whole Black Lives Matter, and then. So fair play to Demavon, fair play to, 5-1 the to next Paris one. to come <laughs> yeah. out and walk off the pitch for that. And then from there you... <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then QPR, the best yeah. maybe banter. That Samus was incredible all where the Millwall fans were booing. Yeah, Millwall fans booing their own players for kneeling before the game last weekend. And then QPR coming out, scoring a goal, the first goal, and then just literally their players going in. Kneeling in front of the Millwall fans was just possibly the greatest way you can you can deal with that situation. So, I think uh, I think racism in football has been there's been so actually some overarching that's been my one grievance. But the, the main grievance comes around like the governing bodies and like kind of how they I'm talking specifically like FIFA or UEFA how they put like a, they kind of just do just enough to get by without ever actually implementing any specific. Penalties, like when you look at behind closed-door friendlies or fining teams, you know, 13,000 pounds or whatever it is. And then Bentner in a fucking Euro group wears boxers with a brand on it and takes your shirt off and gets fined like Lord Bentner. So, like, they're not – they're just disproportionate fines and – yeah, doctor, (laughs) the Lord Bentner. But, like, just the, the overall, I would say from the governing bodies, in some ways, insincerity of it all and then they're disproportionate, like, taking it seriously when it comes to that stuff. I'm glad the players have started to take it into their – like, you have Rashford, you've got – I mean, it's Mbappe's doing the same thing in France. So, like, I'm just glad the players are finally getting over it, but I've been overall frustrated with some, how some of these governing bodies take it. But, I mean, again, it is 2020, so it seems like Did the you players the now Porto are taking it them upon themselves to make today? change, which I'm, I'm pretty happy with, but –
2: yeah, and that's yeah, like... He came I, out I was listening to stupid too, the serious so. XM Footy channel, and they were saying today, like, the kid Reggie Cannon, the American kid Porto, are after him hard, and he had to deal with some stupid stuff like that in the MLS, and they're like, why would he ever go play for that manager now? Like, that's... Like, I don't think the people that are opening their mouth yeah. and saying stupid shit are realizing the repercussions of what they're doing. And it's like to be on that side of it is crazy to me. I think, I think that's the one. Yeah. That's the one thing. It's yep. so a lot of
0: people are showing their ass and like to them, them out themselves this year, which is fine. Like if you want to do that, that's fine. But like you said, there's going to be repercussions. I was just reading an article in different football in LSU's case. They're losing a bunch of players because Ed Orgeron's been not very supportive of his players in a lot of regards around that. And, they just basically said fuck it and they're all leaving or declaring for the nfl or just transferring so similar situation like if if you're not involved with that or you're saying dumb shit you definitely will affect your chances of attracting talent for sure so anyway we can stop there for the first half and we'll get into the second half after this All right, welcome back to the second half of the top four podcasts where we're airing our grievances so far in the year of 2020, football-related, um, in honor of Festivus coming up in a few weeks here. We've already gone over, well, pretty much VAR, United, United Penalties, United Spending, Ole, some racism, casual racism tossed in there from fourth official in the Champions <laughs> League, uh, Harry Kane cheating as well. So, some good stuff. Some good stuff all in there. But uh, my next one, I'm going to go first here. Garb, <laughs> this one's for you. ESPN's <laughs> football reporting might be the worst thing on the planet. So, literally, they're, we we. it's been well established that their Twitter and social media accounts are basically just trolling, I would say, at this point. Like, they don't even post, like, valuable data. Uh, but then... Like, I can't remember – I used to go there all the time for football news. I can't remember, like, an actual time in the last year or two that I've read an article there that's been, like, any any, any way informative at all. Like, it, they used to have decent writers on there. Their La Liga column used to be really great. Phil Ball used to write that. But now it's just pretty much pure trash. And I would actually say this for the majority of football media. I mean, there's a couple people in there, like <laughs> – our 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 lovely man Miguel Delaney, who uh, likes to just make an ass out of himself too. But yeah, I don't know. ESPN has just been really ridiculous lately. I don't know what's happened there. But
2: here here's I what just they did. That
0: they would here's what they did. They pick took it back
2: up but I'm, I've been going elsewhere football and tried to turn it into European football by Skip Bayless and Stephen A. Smith. Mm. And it's. Yeah, it just doesn't do work the, for it. Like, it's, first, there's, always uh, there's always a contrarian. always It's everything's a clickbait. Like the Ronaldo, Messi argument. Like everything that they do has to be like somewhat controversial to get clicks versus having content to get clicks.
1: T T M Z S P N.
2: That is that. Yes. Is
1: what, that is what I call it because everything is like breaking news or wow, have you seen this? Messi or Ronaldo? Who's better?
3: Yeah. <laughs> I think it's, it's, all, it's also like the fact they it's an assumption of <laughs> yeah. stupidity like they assume that there's no informed fan that lives and is in their feed so they have to provide absolute yep. shite whereas like some of the articles you get from like The Guardian or you know even Sky Sports deep, deep dive a little bit here and there or um, trying to get an American one but there's not many even Bleach report some of their stuff is a little bit, maybe, I don't know, off off the beaten path in terms of soccer. Like The, the ESPN stuff is just so, like, shit. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: I just tried to search ESPN FC on Twitter to see... You Hold on, I'll, okay. I can give and you I guys an update them, in a so second it here. Up. <laughs> so I forgot, I forgot about it. But Ted, you're right. Like, I mean, future yeah. Report will do its in-depth, like, long-form articles about certain things. Um, I go to Football 365, which is great because they do like weekly features, like winners and losers. You know, sixteen conclusions. Athletics the great, Guardian, yeah. like a lot of the the, the like actual the Athletic is obviously taking a lot of. Yeah, they're taking a lot of the good football writers and putting them into their specific verticals, even with the club, which is pretty awesome. So I mean I mean to compete against that model too, where they're paying the writers actually like decent wages is is good. Like Jonathan Liu at the at The Guardian's good. But like yeah, I mean a lot of them those guys write like long form, in depth pieces on whatever it could be, like Ratchet. wanker What's he know, doing that for? Trying to get kids fed through <laughs> the holidays. Um, because they're not getting Yeah. Yeah, yeah. What a fucking asshole, right? He said he said he should but like things like that are like cool stories, but ESPN is just nothing. And then
3: if you even go on their
0: site, my favorite there's is when no they new knowledge
3: try gaining the from like divulge a scoop on, them on like who's so. going to sign for somebody, and it's just blatantly using somebody else's article. Yeah, according according yeah. to yeah. the Guardian, <laughs> Art Arteta can't right. coach for. Yeah, shit. I mean, like, they don't like. Yeah, great, brilliant. But, like, <laughs> do your own work.
0: Yeah. But it literally, it literally is like I don't, yeah, I don't go to them for breaking news. Like I follow specific individuals around clubs at, on Twitter for breaking news or whatever. Well, they'll it just is. use so,
3: an, They'll use another website. They really have like had a scoop like, you know, in like The Times so, or whatever will use a source like insider source or club source or yeah. source closer to the club or James Pierce or whatever. ESPN will go. Yeah, fuck it. Sky Sports said this might happen, so. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right it's where's your citation the, where's your mla format it's just like show your work at least
0: which sucks because the u.s yeah. <laughs> yeah your espn the u.s world cup coverage used to be like the greatest thing in the world so yeah that's just kind of disappointing to me that they've just kind of basically fall i think a lot of it Comes from them losing the well, contracts that, for a lot of these leagues too. That and
3: losing so half of their they don't have half of their their decent reports. So the ones that were like contact, yeah, you, you hate to say that some of these really famous reporters aren't proper journalists, but like some of the guys who are boots on the ground are getting released left, right, centre, aren't they? Like you see every other every day on Twitter, somebody else has been let go by SPN. Yep. Yeah.
0: A couple of them been getting signed up by the athletic though, because they're just they want but like troops. They want those boots on the grounds guys troops, for each club. So, fan. anyway, so that's the troops. I that's think right. I'd yeah. Sign up. Oh. I yeah. I I watched a clip of his. Yeah, Why'd bother? Oh
3: God! It was a mockery of the game. <laughs> but next, next who else has got one? Yeah. So
2: I I'll do. I'm going to follow up on that and do the opposite of a grievance and yeah, something that I'm happy nah, that's for what this we're year. About we're not about and... that right now. <laughs> nope. <laughs> got it. No, it just fills in. Damn <laughs> <Yeah>, it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I was, was nope, going to give CBS nice. props <laughs> because like, I've I've had to miss a couple games recently for work, and you pop on that app at nighttime, it's perfectly organized. They have highlights of each game perfectly. They have if you want to watch all the goals of the day, if you want to get a like a nighttime show that goes over all the results of the day, they have everything there, full match replays. And it's easy to navigate. It always works. And I've been really pleased with i like the cock. Yeah. Yes. The I'll complete opposite. The opposite of Peacock, yeah, I
0: was going to say. <laughs> yeah. God. Like, tell me I, why they had all the Saturday games on NBC Sports, yeah, and
2: then there we, were good games on Sunday, and they put all on Peacock. Like, what, what programming Peacock.
0: did? Yeah, the literally, literally the North London Derby, which is one of the most watched, even if both teams are playing terrible. Like, still one of the most watched. Well, then, then you think, then you all right, fair. We've got to get one. On you that table, shit on a pay paywall. Okay, Liverpool Wolves, we'll put that on
3: regular. No, we won't. We'll sit that on Peacock as well. And uh, we'll kind of go from there. It's that's a ridiculous one. Like NBC has just been yes. doing such a good job. They've not recently.
2: Grievance. Tim Howard is miserable. They, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, they. Grievance.
3: His personality I think he's, is so I think dry. He's done and better like than, like than I thought he was going to. Engaging. Right. I yeah. I, I, hate... uh, I liked Martino you know what, better. just
0: get bombed a lot. No, he um he's taking up uh he's starting a new like. How does it
3: make you money, Kyle? Initiative money, where buddy. he's
0: trying to bring like football to inner cities. Who's, so who's he married to? He basically. I know. Uh, well, he's married to a movie star, so he's not really stressed about it. Um, his uh, uh gener- Ava,
3: generational acting. I see what he's uh, done there. She's the daughter of Susan Sarandon, so I can't. <laughs>
2: she's
3: she's been in a lot of like, yeah. So it's he's, he's been, he yeah. He's a
2: uh, no wonder his hair was basically so
0: uh, the beard was not long. worried about money at this point. But yeah, he uh, yeah yeah. So he uh, yeah. He's been basically. I know
3: he, I know he was making a bring, run to try and bring soccer, like to start up soccer to
0: inner cities, which yeah. fair play. Yeah, the yeah he made a run, too. He's a good... I mean, all I know his brother from... His brother randomly like worked at IBM his, when I did there. He's a good dude. His his brother uh, I met didn't him a just trying to sneak a, a good in an girl, earring and so. think no one would notice. But well, he, he wasn't really...
3: Oh, okay, good. Because <laughs> <Good. laughs> Kyle did. No,
0: no, his brother... His, but dude, when you saw Kyle Martino's care. brother... Amazingly thick hair. You'd be like, that's definitely like Kyle Martino's brother. They look exactly alike, so... Yeah. Same, yep. Same Lego hair, same like stubble, like perfect stubble. It's pretty impressive, but yeah, it's. I guess I was that was a surprise. I didn't realize that he was like just moving on, but yeah, I guess Howard. I think Howard has a lot of like good tactical information, but his personality outside like the Robbie, like I'm used to the Martino and the yep. two Robbies. Like they're they're the charisma is he's, way better. He's a little dry, his, but which to be fair, I do think, like I said, his
3: whatever, uh. But. His his tactical stuff is actually better than I thought it would be. Like in terms of you know, I know he's obviously a good goalkeeper, a big time player, but I do think he brings a bit more to the table than I thought he would. I thought he'd just be like the t- the token American guy who was there just to kind of give thoughts on Pulisic and people like that. But he's he's uh, he's he's, <laughs> he's he's been allowed to kind of dive deep a little more than I thought they'd let him and you know, I don't think he's been terrible. Do, do I think it was better last year when I think the two Robbies and Kyle Martino would go on? I think the majority of the time they were on the same page, but when they weren't, it was, it was banterful the way they went back and forth. It wasn't like a, it was almost like it was scripted the way it, it was very like slick and smooth, and it went really well. It just seems like honestly, like everything in the pandemic now, Tim Howard seems a little forced. Yeah, which is a shame.
0: Yeah. Also, like, NBC used to do, last year, they did all the fan zones and stuff, which was awesome. So you kind of lose all that as well. It's just...
3: If in doubt, blend COVID. Just, there's Mm -hmm. a little
0: bit of, like, that sucks a little bit of the soul out of the whole thing, too. But, yeah, that's right. That's right. I mean, I haven't... I literally cheered for Andy Dalton last year. For fantasy football reasons, more than I've cheered for Arsenal or any real sporting team of mine this year at all. So that just
3: says it all. Actually, that's not true. That's fake help. Is there not is a grievance great, uh, related so. to oh, but, Arsenal from the two yeah. Arsenal fans, or are we going to ignore that? Or? or yeah, it's all good. Interesting.
2: If you well, guys don't get peach, a result peachy, bro, I don't what we're this weekend, about. it's legitimately. Who are your next your uh, four
3: to five? Um,
1: Pictures. I will have that for you in 2 seconds. Let's see. Uh
3: isn't it Burnley Southampton Chelsea? I think it'll be Burnley, Burnley. Southampton Everton. I think it'll be Burnley.
1: Everton Chelsea, right? Everton Chelsea with Man City in the Carabao Cup in between them Brighton. That browns out December.
0: <laughs> How many? <laughs> that's 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 3 nine, That's 10 points right there. No big deal. You know
3: what's funny to me? Three is that wins and draw. The Joe Derby yeah. mock two. You think is going to be a walk down the a walk? In the I was
1: going to say that, that that's the game <laughs> I'm most afraid of.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, is it? Is it? It doesn't matter, really, does it? i have been playing. Doesn't matter. Wait, is that match at home or away? Home. That's my so we have problem. Burnley the away, Southampton da- home, Everton well, away, if it's way, Chelsea If it's home. away, we're definitely losing. Oh no, because we. Oh.
1: They're not ready I'll tell for you last. what man
0: us putting 55 crosses into the ball against Burnley is definitely going to get the job done (laughs) if if there is ever a defense that's not set up to counter that can can
3: we obviously I know we do our our weekly um, predictions which I think is a brilliant segment but could we potentially just being as it is you know potentially the start of another um, tough period for everybody around could we make another fun one which is how many points will Arteta get in the month of December that's an interesting one yeah sure (laughs) Are we
1: counting sure. the League? Because all for I would like team. to.
2: <laughs> <laughs> no, okay.
1: Um, I can start that one. Two, what, one, two, three, four games. In, no, five games in the Car- Carabao count doesn't count,
3: by the way. No, so no, no. Get but, bent on that one.
1: So there's five. There are Burnley, Southampton, Everton, Chelsea, Brighton in December. So I'm going to go. Let's say
3: Arsenal fans go first.
1: Okay, I'm going to go... Is anyone going to write write this down? Or what you, you are. Score predictors. No, I'm not writing it down. Um, I'll go with Burnley. I'm going to go with a win.
3: Garbs, you, can, three. you got this, Garbs?
2: Hold on. Yeah, hold on.
3: Yeah.
0: Yep. Don't forget all... It is massive. massive. The fans are behind you. All right, I'm going Burnley wins. That's three. Southampton loss. huge.
1: Everton draw. That's four. Chelsea loss. Brighton win. So I'm going to go seven. Which I think is optimistic.
2: We'll let the two Arsenal boys go first.
0: I'm going to go... So Burnley... Yeah, so I'm gonna go even more farther than that. I'm gonna go into
2: Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. no, 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 no. I'm just gonna go through, all the way no, 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 no.
0: Sixteenth no. of so mid mid January. No. All right, all right. <laughs> Burnley win. Southampton win. Everton win. Cocaine's cheap in Charlotte, eh? Beat beat Chelsea <laughs> at home too. Why not? Yeah, on Boxing Day. That's gonna be a good one. So that's yeah, and then and brighten away for another win. So they're saying you win the all. That that's fifteen points. Give me the fifteen. That's points, what he maybe. said. Back okay. in the Champions League places, we're good to go.
1: That's okay.
2: exactly what he said. Okay.
0: I want some. What he's having? I'm saying,
1: I'll say, I'll, yeah. That's what I said. No, I think your I think your glass might he, be empty now.
2: The head is that glass glass, glass have be be a problem
0: voice at this point because anything else is just disaster. <laughs> <laughs> look! Look! My predictions have been shit all year, so nothing's going to change anyway. So I might as well just go all in. <laughs> Not to mention, we got West Brom on the second. That's a win. Newcastle, Crystal Palace, those are all the funny wins. thing is, yeah, so, hear me out, is we're that, gonna be, that... We're going to go on a 10-game winning That That here. is funny.
1: But that could very well happen if Orba suddenly gets on his end of last year streak when he was just any single sight of goal was a goal. He's See, had to a couple of, of sights, like one a game. Which is all he probably had last season.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: no, he's... Hey, that should be three goals. <laughs> One game on I think la- he
0: had like three shots of the last four games. Um, I, also, I also... I will predict we will be beating um, City in the... And because it's going to be Europa the, League team the league versus Cup, like, for sure, uh, that's just their league team. We, we which, love um, the Cubs. I
1: feel good about our second team. It's the first team that's really the problem.
0: It was shit. I actually yeah. saw it. Hey, Did you we see Saliba nine. got sent it off today? Was fantastic. Yesterday. I know, but it was great. All
3: right, Garv, you go next.
0: Still, I love I love that fire from our, our potential I'll go next. center back.
2: I'm gonna go. You're not, you guys aren't One. gonna like me very much. No, I say Burnley is a draw. Southampton's a loss. I'll say you draw with Everton. Lose to Chelsea, beat Brighton, I mean, that's so not five. unreasonable. Unfortunately. That's like the lowest <laughs> I mean, I you know what's sad? You know what's sad? <laughs> is? I wouldn't
1: be unhappy with that based on oh, what we've got. Behave. We have 13 Jesus. points. <laughs> From oh, three, dear, oh, from dear. three, thirteen 13 points from what three or four months of games now, and we're saying in one month you want us to win more than five.
2: We should add to this, prediction. mate. I was about, about to say, say same the thing. you point. have to
3: say with your points you've given them, January 1st, is he still the gaffer? Yes, okay. Or no. Obviously, Sisson's yes, because he's living in can- <laughs> King Candyland, but. <laughs> Okay, I like that. Yeah, I like yeah. that. I'm saying he's, no, saying.
1: If, he's if, not going if even
0: sacked. if Even if we get five points, he's still going to be... I can guarantee the, you that. Yeah, He's not going to get sacked. If, if we go fine. zero points... Unless we, points get, unless
1: we literally get f- fucking then you might be sacked. possibly sacked. Bum time. Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But like... also, don't forget January. Apparently, we're going to be signing a bunch of players. So that's what they claim. Mm. Yeah, that's what they claim. which is really usually usually the, usually yeah. the January. Sorry, pre year. a great, yeah. a great and time when you've also players, got so. a
1: giant squad where several senior players aren't in the Premier League squad. Mm-hmm.
3: He, he looks, off. he looks buzzing it into. Yeah,
0: I heard uh, my man. Uh,
3: he Eric can <laughs> sit on the bench with <laughs> uh, Maybe.
1: Ozil, and they can do Twitter feuds.
0: Yeah. <laughs>
3: Yeah. See, where, where where was that ten minutes ago?
0: Ozil was one of my grievances as an Arsenal fan. Just grievance. Where over, was it? Just ten minutes ago. It. Like, he, the Arsenal
3: just... fans out in the blue, nothing. Crickets. What?
0: <laughs> Everything's fine. <laughs> I, just, I just. No, it's just. We said it was great. Everything's good, but he he's not, he's he's technically he's technically he's not a, a player. He's just a social, media, social media manager guy. now. Like yeah. he doesn't actually good play for our too. team. He's not registered for any of our squads. So. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's basically. All right, Ed. He's an which, ambassador at this point. He doesn't even so got,
3: fucking. First one was what? Burnley. Burnley at home. At home. Yeah, well, you'll you win that one three points. Burnley are horrific this year. So you'll win that one. Whoa. Whoa.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Three points. All right. Southampton. Southampton. Southampton at home. 0-1. Whoa, Positivity, my friends. Okay. She's so still at three. Next one's Everton. Away. Okay. Nil. Okay. Chelsea home. Nil point. <laughs> Brighton is home, correct? Is it away? I thought he got oh, old Mopay got away. The, is away. it away? Away. Draw. Four. Four. I think. I think. <laughs> I think the way those results fall, I just oh, think it's. I think Southampton are going to really be. Ridiculous. But they put the sword to United and then just fell apart because United had the ability to change the game in the attacking third, which I just don't think I don't think you do. I also think Jacko Xhaka, Xhaka will do exactly Xhaka will Xhaka may as well what are you talking about? may yeah. as well be in the first Suka. team. Uh,
0: oh yeah, okay. Okay, you didn't. You didn't. didn't, play, you, didn't you didn't make game. the point
3: that is. I, like, I would like.
0: I would like to change my might be prediction. playing for any of these if, games, so if that could change my that's
3: if that's Granite Jacker plays every game, yes, yeah, yeah. I didn't
0: know. I didn't know Shaka Granite Jacker may game. as well
3: be in Southampton's fucking training ground. Say they may as well be part of the game plan, right? You're going to dive in, get pissed off, give a free kick away, twenty-one yards out. James Ward-Prowse, stop being in a bit. Yep. Sad but true.
2: Yeah,
0: and don't, for, don't forget, don't forget. Uh, I read. Really he's, not done, he's heard, done eight, eight weeks. Know,
2: the By the way, that's how much how fucked Thomas Barde that, is. So you Arteta, won't be seeing him. I'm assuming no no that's on
1: the, the, the medical team, team. Is who that's on?
0: Yeah, hmm. I did. Oh, know. for sure. Yeah. Well, well, it's probably. I mean, the but the medical, medical team, team should be asking the player if he's good to go. And Arteta was like, "Well, it's a derby. Let's risk him, even if it's for half." And then I agree. I agree. Well, the medical team also let David Luiz back on the field after he clearly was like fucked up? So, so I don't, I don't have any, you know, I don't know. But I mean, that was a very short-term, long-term risk, and they definitely. So Arsenal fans, how did you like feel about B2 Arteta coming out and kind
1: now of having you're losing him for like,
3: probably at least two months
1: if for you're walking longer, off the so. pitch
3: for like basically asking him to I guess carry on with the hamstring strain. For oh, that, for pardon? that moment, which
0: we've all seen, is difficult to do. He should have. He should have. He what he should have done was stand in the middle and then try to just. I've st- never seen that.
1: I've never seen a player be able to stand down. up he shouldn't, like, and just walk just casually walk off the pitch in, in the field. middle of play. Though I'm not saying it's his fault or that he's responsible for the goal, but I've
3: never seen that. Is he Ozil's roommate, or is it something that he's not? I I don't know if he was just so like upset that. It's done again that
1: he's just like lost yeah, okay. his head. But
0: fuck this. Yeah. Well what did ArsBlog say on their ArsCast? They were like one, they said what Lewis said like they've never seen it happen, but then they said I think he made the point that usually when players come to Arsenal, right, you usually see for the first three months they have, like, the characteristics from their old team, which are usually resigning players from better teams or decent teams where, like, they're not bought into the Arsenal, like, just just delinquent bullshit. But Partey doing that, like, it seemed to be, like, he accelerated that within, like, a couple weeks where it seemed like he kind of already contracted the Arsenal virus, which is kind of upsetting considering he came from a Dio-Simeone team, which... But you, know, have, like, basically totally but you know what's funny about that, that whole that situation, that not funny more so, so depressing, uh, is that yeah,
1: not, from the start of the game, great. he didn't look quite as dynamic as he usually does. Obviously, now we know why. But even like as the game went on, and he's clearly not what he should be, playing on one, one leg, he was still twice as good as Granit Xhaka. But for a little positivity, still way better. Uh, Gabriel Martinelli should be back. Yeah. I think in the Premier League team in two two weeks. So there's
3: someone that will actually try. So that's always good. Saying that, though, I thought Lacazette's he tried hard. Effort was massive last game. He played. A that was the best ball. I've
1: seen him in a long, right. long time.
3: I mean, is it? Is the is the? The problem is, is he's
0: he's not he's but he's not like that's fine. He can try hard, but. He's not set up to succeed in that team and in, w- in the way that we're playing. Like, if you're going to cross the ball 55 fucking should, times in the
3: box,
0: your forward route. shouldn't be Ava and Lacazette. Like, that's, this, that's not how the gameplay should be. Okay, so let's rewind it. In that, and that situation, yeah, like you sold the, the wrong issue in play if That's in that your way.
3: route to goal. And but the final piece isn't there. Why are you playing that way? I can answer that, that question because
1: we have no one in the middle of the pitch that can create anything centrally. Well, that I we have great. Granit Xhaka and now Mohamed El Meni as creative central players, which.
3: You've got Danny you know,
1: Ceballos. He can't do it either, though. You've got Willick. He doesn't even get to play in the Premier League. And when he does, he's been okay. He's just he's too, not, too young.
0: He's not. I was always.
1: He is painfully he's, unathletic. He's, he's better on the ball, though. Oh, is, much, slower much than, is slower than Xhaka. is slower
0: than Xhaka, by the way. Like. Yeah. Yeah, but he's but like your your creative outlets in our team right now are basically and That right and there is the answer. to this half turn, which is like is one of play one in our and as then...
1: the or play the second yeah, and that's the 10.
3: well play Maitland-Nile centrally. Yeah, and and Yeah, and
0: technically Niles is right? I mean, he's he's at least an yeah, athlete. Fun. He can run I would around. take
1: a dick that can play over. I mean, I'd a rather play. That can't.
3: Yeah. Oof. Oof.
0: I mean, I'd rather I'd rather I'd rather play, rather play Willow, Maitland Niles, and Sokka in midfield, and just like fucking go for it and see what ha- see what happens. Put athletes out there rather than. Granite, fucking Shaka and Danny Ceballos just traipsing around the. Mid- I don't. Shaka, I mean Shaka, who played. I guess I guess that, that's I don't know what's going We can all point to So I don't know.
3: Shouldn't have been sold, but at the same time, like he's been sold for a while. Yet you're looking at it, and again, I don't want this to become an Arteta out conversation because I don't think that's the solution potentially, but. That's the way you're playing. He's the he's the manager, and I, I watch the game where you're sitting there. Spurs are set up to do exactly what you're doing. Like they want to sit in there, Sanchez, whoever they are playing centrally, big, strong, up in the air, whatever. Why why is that? What you're still doing? Like why is there not a a change made? You know when that's.
1: I've got the change that you're going to make. It's but what is I mean, the, you can't just keep doing that. What is the change change work. You have to go. Now that party's out, I would go. Maitland-Niles and El or Sabyas holding Martinelli when he's fit on the left. Saka in the middle, Pepe on the right, or about front. And at least Saka wants the ball in little, little tight areas. He can pass. He can beat people with the ball. And you play football at that point. And if you lose, you lose. But you don't just keep on saying, you know, what we're going to do. We're gonna swing it into Orba, who I think for Arsenal of all of his goals, four have been with with his head, and he scored like seventy something.
3: So,
0: yeah, yeah, I totally agree with you, but I mean, I'm just saying. I think Marchetta he does, is looking but... at it like he doesn't have a creative midfielder, like he he like literally doesn't have one. right. Willie. I mean, we obviously. yeah. I, I know, we, would rather, like, and I I would rather, like, rather play and <laughs> at, at the ten than Al Yeah, no. Don't even. Don't even bring his name up. But like.
1: Yeah.
0: But like put put, put like or like put. Uh, true for sure. Or put Pepe in there. Or whatever the hell you want to do. But, but, like, he doesn't have the forwards. So, think about Alba, right? His best game is running in behind. He basically is like Jamie Vardy, but. Plus a million, except he's not informed right now. That's like where Alba or coming in off the left. That's where he—he's he's not like a great link-up player like Drew is. Lacazette tries to be a link-up player. He drops into the midfield deep and tries to kind of almost do what Harry Kane does, except he doesn't have the ability to do that. I mean, he works hard. His first touch was awful a lot of the times. Then you have, I guess, William who was fucking terrible on the on the other side. So there, you know, that's the early only situation. Your midfield consists of Grant Shaka, Partey, who was. Who 's good when he 's fit when he 's not fit anymore so now you 've got Danny Ceballos. so you 've got literally two of the least mobile midfielders in the Premier League as your two starters, and then fuck i don 't know who your third one is, and then you 've got <clears throat> you and then you 're playing your wing backs hopefully four because that 's your best offensive output because you 're probably trying to mirror some sort of situation that Liverpool does, except your wing backs right now are not as good as them because your midfield is is, is as shitty as it is, and so basically. Frank Lampard, we all agree, probably isn't a great manager, but he's got good enough players to mask those capabilities. Arteta still learning the same situation. He doesn't have that those players to do that. Especially in midfield. So he doesn't have like he doesn't have like fucking cut, you know, Havertz. He doesn't have Timo Werner. He doesn't have fucking Toolsitch. He doesn't have Zayac. so like he's got no i mean at least i i mean at least from i mean lampard now this is gonna be able to just so take wanted. these four this offensive the players and so probably wanted. make the top four just because this he's got what i was literally players for. that are really good up front we don't have yeah no i i know but but i'm just i'm just saying like he doesn't have that at his cape like his, he's literally got one center back he's got kieran tierney like if you had to build a team out of our players that you you'd probably want, you'd bin it's everybody else. Fine. You'd probably keep Gabriel, you'd keep Tierney, you'd keep Leno, maybe at this point, I uh, uh, he's fine.
3: Uh, you'd keep Abba. So here's so here's, here's the uh, here's the devil's advocate question then. So start of the After year, that, you lot were shit. Been everybody. to everybody. Like really dull and got results. Back end of last the end year. Back of last end of last year. year you sat uh, it's all the years running together. Back in the last year, you sat in being, 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 yeah, being Spursy, right? Why don't you? Oh, now, when you guys were complaining changed? because we kept you guys, you still the got the same football. players basically. You're saying you've got Ahbama uh, Yang, who's like a, a, a Vardy. You've got probably Ketty off the bench, who could be a similar type of player getting in behind. Go get results. If you, if you haven't got the creative centre field player go back to basic and sit in and counterattack. I think what's... Let Southampton have the ball. Yeah.
0: No, I think that's what was frustrating <laughs> with the Spurs game was like, it was clear and obvious what was going to happen. And we, and we still, so and we I, still I, fucking did it. Yeah, I we should have gone to a back
1: three and just let... Right? Right? He, he wants to play, play a four through one, three, and, and then so just he's going to counter- play it. Which is fine, but then he's being too rigid in the players he's willing to, to play, right? The players he's choosing have proven they can't play in a four-three-three. So then try other people, because we think they can. Maybe they can't, but at least let them show it. Yeah, that's a really good But point. then on top of that, even if he did play the way he played against you and Chelsea and City, against Spurs, it would not work. Because Spurs would sit back and it would be like a battle of who doesn't want the fucking ball. Yeah, 100%. No, we wouldn't have done. Would've we would have lost one, one. Yeah, but nil. you would have got it's a nil nil out of that. Because they, they have Kane and they have Son. And those, those guys, right now, you give them one chance and it's a goal. And we're going to give them a chance. And that's how they've been all year long. They get one or two chances, they score one or two goals, and you, nothing you can yep. do because they're that good. We get one or two chances a game and we're not that good. By the way, I thought I thought they the defending quick, was quick absolutely agree, did horrific. Do you
0: think the Sun goal was like that good? I mean, yes, it's a shot
1: from a long way out, but he had all the space in the world, all the time in the world. Yeah, and yeah, it's a great, great goal. But I mean, it's uncontested.
0: I mean, I'm sure you can pick apart all great wonder goals, I guess, with some sort of de- but like. Holding should just cleared his ass out. Yeah. I don't know why he was running back and away. But, yeah, I don't know. I thought also Leno's positioning wasn't great. But I mean, great finish, for sure. Great finish. But I just thought I thought there could have been a couple things. And then the, sec-
1: and then the Sun goal is, is, is on Both goals, by the way, Because if you watch it, he's tracking Sun as soon as the ball breaks. That's the ball gets sure. passed into Kane. And for some reason, Bellerin says, I'm going to leave Sun on the left wing, and I'm going to start sprinting towards the middle of the pitch where Kane has the ball. Even though there's people there, and then Sun is wide ass open. Bellerin's in no man's land, holding, tries to come over, doesn't want to come out too far and take him down, and then he's free to shoot from 25 yards. And that's my grievance. Um, Do I think what? Tottenham win the league. Yeah. Okay, tonight. prediction,
0: real quick. Do you think Tottenham no. win the league? I'm gonna go yes. Oh, fuck, absolutely not.
1: Because if the Tottenham season win the could league. get worse, that's the only way. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but there are a couple. How of quickly? How quickly do you? Big trouble too.
0: How quick? I mean, how quickly should, do you think it should have already? How long happened. do you think it's gonna take for players to start man marking Kane out of the game? I just I think I feel like it I shouldn't. It shouldn't be that hard. Yeah, I don't feel like I feel like if you can sit on
3: him. I just don't think the way they want to play. And you good. can just stop the supply, no, I made, which I made Chelsea my words, but do like if you contact. if you're gonna let like Spurs it's... gonna let you have the ball. Mm-hmm. If you're gonna let top right. teams that have a desire to win and desire to play a certain way yeah. have the ball for that long, you bet you can't make a mistake. But
1: didn't we just talk about the Arsenal shit team managed to do that against City and Chelsea, Liverpool? Yeah. Yeah. And they have better players than we, no, we I... have. And
0: a more <laughs> experienced coach. Yeah. Well, that's... Again, a lot of again mm-hmm. a, again a lot of that, though, was... Like you were saying, though, like so, everything's so... I will, I will say this. If we have Van Dijk, no that, that was how we were back, back right. in the last
3: season. Like we, we play Spurs with Fabinho and that's goal, it. So. Yeah, it's trouble. You're, you're more concerned. But at the same time, like you said, midfield three for yeah. them, ain't that good. No, it's not. Back The
2: the other thing about it, too, is... like Hoiberg. I, I mean, I'm speaking from my club's perspective. I think we're finally starting to hit the ground running. And if you look at that City-Spurs game, if, if City-Bag won early, that result's completely flipped on its head. And I think there's a lot of teams that are going to... I mean, nobody had a preseason. You have a lot of guys moving from different countries, things like that. And I think that other teams are going to start playing better. And if you're clinical against them and you hit them first, I think they You have to score trouble. early. That's the key. And you have to. Yep. Yep. If you get one against them early, they can't play the way that they want to play. And they can't dictate the or, game. Yeah. Of the game and or if they're going to play
3: the way they they want to play, they have to be super clinical. Like, which is, yep. so far they've been. But, like, as everyone knows, football's fickle. But if
2: they get a son out for a period of time or one of those guys out for a period of time, like... If it's not Son and Kane that are doing that, it's not anybody else for them. So if if they lose one of those two guys for any amount of time, the goals dry up. Yep.
1: I mean the the only only thing I'll add to that is that you know we we say you have to score first, and that's exactly what I was going to say. But then if you're pushing to try and score first, you're playing in into the way that they they want, right? They 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 want you to possess the ball. They want you to come forward on on them, and they will do what they do. But you know, it's kind of a gamble, and that's what Jose wants it to be. He wants you to risk going forward so that Kane can pick up the ball and Son can sprint in behind and maybe throw himself on the floor. No bias. Oh, Kane and Son dive like crazy. I, don't, I don't
3: care what anyone says. Let's let's recap <laughs> these. How did last week go on the old uh, predicciones? I think I had a bad week. If I'm honest with you, it's very tight now. Yeah. Oh well,
1: no, but that's a given. Guys, if...
0: um, <laughs> what? Not as a summary,
1: right now we start worst to first. Uh, <laughs>
0: yeah, okay. I just can I just I just really really quickly want to give a quick story. So I was texting my buddy, mm-hmm. uh, his wife uh, Jen Gaby, who uh, Ted you know, basically about she was trying to buy Barry a Christmas present. She asked for some advice, but the last text I had ever sent her before she texted me this was from last year around this time that said Yeah, 19, 2019 that was your is great, fault, but twenty twenty is gonna be even better. Like and so just wanna let you guys know just wanna let you guys know I have fault. a previous history for getting yeah, so getting we have this completely fucking wrong. Adam so with this is why this is happening. Fifteen
1: points. <laughs> we have a guys, draw for second. The USA six now, so now, dropped up, yeah you have Ted and Garbs with twenty four. Okay. The- Wow! The 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 ledge just moving out front with a giant one point lead. Whoa! Yeah, tw- Twenty five points. So mm. for th-
2: wow
1: for this week, we've actually stopped now. That's the end of it. <laughs> and I am I am the winner.
2: No, yeah, um,
3: absolutely not.
1: That's right. Stop the count. Um, we have. I figured it's only right to count baby. Start out the prediction. Stop the count. On the twelfth Saturday. United City. <laughs> Figure we have to. Yep.
3: Where's that place?
1: It is at Ooh. United. Ollie is at the wheel. At
0: Garbs, you your first.
2: That's what. That's what I'm saying too. Mm. I, I like the this way we. This is definitely a game that Oli wins to keep his job. That being said, whenever I predict us to win, doesn't go well. I'll go. No, I can't do that. Two, two, one, city.
3: Mark me down for that as well. What was that? Sorry,
1: he was breaking up.
3: (laughs) Two, one, city.
1: Okay. And you're going the same. Yep. All right. Two, two, one, city. You you know what? I think. I'm gonna go I am going, going to go Ollie. And mainly because I just want him to stay there. Um, So I'm going to go 2 1. on my favorite player is going to win it. Bruno Fernandez with a penalty. Yep. Oh, yeah. That's coming. And then rant ensues next,
0: next week. Lovely. Penalty. Oh, yeah. The garbs. I've actually. I'm pretty sure it's already oh, in the mail to the VAR really it be, really. for VAR. Right. So well. That shouldn't be really. All right. to
1: Right after that game, we have Everton hosting Chelsea, which <laughs> I think is an interesting game.
3: Uh, start with Ted. Draw. One apiece. Okay. Adam.
1: Uh Adventurous. He's just going <laughs> to. He's just going to start copying one of
3: us. <laughs> yeah. I <like> <laughs> Start hedging his bets.
0: But the thing is, you won't close the gap. I'm just going gonna gonna mimi- yeah, to start mimicking your, your that, I would call
1: that the Arsenal approach.
0: <laughs> That's right. I don't care. That's true.
1: <laughs> All right, Gobs.
0: Hey, I'm outpacing go Arsenal in points this season so far. So.
1: <laughs> I'm going to go 2-0, Chelsea. at Goodison
0: Park. Ooh. This game's in at Stamford Bridge or is it?
1: All right, final saying? one of the weekend. Palace hosting Spurs. Zaha, secret agent.
2: Could be.
0: Ooh. <laughs> it's, it's just, if there's ever a manager that'll let Tottenham have the ball it's definitely ward. Zaha would. is the scorer. Uh, he's on fire. I'm gonna go the a sneaky one 0 to palace. Yeah. Ted? Or some like Palace or get IU or something. Three like nil that. That just as long as it's Palace and not Tottenham. Gobs.
2: Yeah, I'll go like, <laughs> I'll I'll just go two 0 for Spurs.
1: Uh
2: Yeah, I don't I, I wish I could take that Yeah, I'll about, go yeah. Two, two one That's Spurs. Repeated. I think ev-
1: every single game this year I can just predict Spurs two 0 or two two one. Okay. Unfortunately. No. Uh I got two right, one wrong. Uh did grabs, you hit, what did you last week? Gap, did you hit any like Very very well. He got the leads. Ball? Chelsea score exactly right. Uh, he got the other two winners correct as well, so sol- solid week.
2: Ooh, yeah! I got one
1: right, didn't I? You got two right. You got Leicester, Sheffield United, and Wolves, Liverpool. I got two right as well. Uh, Citizen got one. Interesting. You got um, Leicester beating Sheffield United.
3: We'll you go, want to draw for week.
1: Wolves? Yeah. Well, you stoned. <laughs> <laughs> Can you just start predicting that Arsenal will, will they got, lose? Would they get beat 4 0? They got beat.
0: <laughs> Good stuff. Good stuff. Big weekend of football.
2: Well, you did say that they're going to get 15. I mean, I try to, to every week, it's and it's your
0: doesn't work, so. <laughs> yeah. That's right. That's right. That's my prediction right there. Uh, this is a yeah.
2: the, sweet.
0: Manchester derby.
2: So I guess the Manchester Derby means a little more.
0: Ooh, nibbles <laughs> on Saturday. Ooh. Yeah. <laughs> in the North Ooh. So what happens so it happens in one of the teams is uh top of the league and the other one's in fifteenth. So <laughs> it's not really a, a Derby of a of any kind of standing but anyways boys this is fun it's good talking to everybody you <laughs> next week, i will have um, where we I will, will not have be airing Ravens. our grievances but hopefully celebrating a win over Bur- <laughs> a, win o- <laughs> a win over a win over a win over burnley var will probably be <laughs> the main talking point after bruno fernandez's late penalty against city to win the game after he studs up into, oh, boys, the, see it. He he commits a foul and yet boys. somehow gets a penalty. So, anyway, good night, boys, and we'll talk soon.